This episode is powered by Safety FM. In this week's episode of the Safety Consultant Podcast, I'm going to talk to you a little bit about my thoughts on is this actually a good time to see if you could start your safety consulting business? Yep, I said that. Is this truly a good time to start your safety consulting business? So what we're going to do now is uh, just really want to go through some pros and cons of this. This episode, I'm going to keep it short and sweet. I don't have any hard data. I don't have anything that I'm going to just go back to and say, you know, because we did this, I feel we got this. It's just going to be a gut feeling. And that's really what I'm going on right now. I'm going on a gut feeling as well as I'm going to just really play some things out through my mind. And hopefully, as we're going through this episode, we'll really be able to just critically think. Yes, I know that I use that quite a bit because I do believe in critical thinking. That's one of the skills that we have to have as a safety consultant. If you don't have that, it's not going to work. But besides the critical thinking, what I really then just want to analyze, is this the time to make that bold move? And truly, that's what this episode is going to be. So stay tuned. After a word from our sponsors, we'll come on back and kind of tackle this together. All right. See you in a bit. Safetyconsultant.us group is a group that is set up for other people that are safety consultants and those that want to be safety consultants. A resource site that will give you the ideas that you need for growing your business, such as teaching resources, because you got to be a teacher when you're out there. And that's going to be part of your base for growing your clients. Get your chops so that we have OSHA compliant topics, including written programs and assessments that you could use for getting your business going. And also, it's a group community of other people that are doing what you're doing as a safety consultant. Welcome back. All right. Well, before we get into like the meat of everything just want to truly give you a my own little disclaimer that's what i'm going to call this i'm going to call this my own little disclaimer i am not a career counselor but i know one thing and that's safety consulting right so this is my thought process behind this and what we're going to go through right now so I'm really trying to do a thought exercise again, kind of like the one we did last week, but this one's on a different vein. And the reason why I chose this one is because I had a couple of people tell me uh, that, hey, safety consulting right now, the way that we are in the COVID society, uh, I don't think anyone's going to want to do safety consulting. This might not be the time for safety consulting. So it kind of got me thinking. One of the people that I've always looked up to was Warren Buffett. Uh, if you don't know who he is, he's one of these American billionaires. He's always on the top of the world's richest most people. And he's always had a, a philosophy, if you will, of making moves and buying when people are scared. 
and selling when people are buying. Uh, so truly, it's one of those, and that's you know a very, very, very rough version of his uh, his thought process. But uh, truly, what I was thinking is this might be the time for you to really branch out as much as you can with security. And that's the way I'm gonna I'm gonna list this branching out with security. So, what do I mean by that? Good question. What do I mean by branching out with security? So this is what I do mean. Right now, there's going to be a lot of organizations that are going to be looking for reduction of staff, and theoretically, and in my experience. Safety has really been one of those things that have always reduced staff like the first thing they hit. Uh, and some organizations, yes, they value safety. They're not going to uh, reduce the safety. So you're probably going to look at these organizations in a different vein. But most of the people who are going to cut safety departments, they're still going to need some compliance based things. So, this might be the time to make that bargain with the boss. Make that bargain with someone and say, all right, if my position's on the chopping block, then maybe we could work something out together, especially if you have a good working relationship. So that means you could propose, do a proposal, let them see what it's gonna look like, let them know exactly what you feel you could do for the organization. They're going to be saving money because they're not going to be paying for insurance and uh, all the other ancillary things that comes with hiring somebody. But uh, you can get on a contract basis with them, maybe a 1099 miscellaneous or something similar to that. So the idea is if the opportunity does arise and you kind of get that gut feeling that safety might be on the chopping block, I don't think it's a bad idea to make the move. To truly say, at this point, what do I got to lose? Why don't I tell them, hey, I could be your safety uh, provider through my personal business. So you go ahead, you start up your business, whatever you need to do to get legal in that uh Generally, whatever state you're in, it's not going to be too much to get your LLC or your S-Corp, whatever you need to do. Your employee identification number is completely free with the IRS. So you might have to, um, you know, get that stuff done first or not first. Get the, a, a commitment and the commitment might just be in a form of, all right, tell me more. All right, they're interested. If you could say that conversation and truly say to your boss, I am valuable to you. I know you're trying to cut some costs. I know you're trying to uh, make things do with what you have, especially if you're not getting the kind of uh, money in as a business as you have and you're looking to cut people anyway. I want to be retained, but maybe on a private side. And if you could get a contract for a year, that'd be even better because that's going to give you some security and you could give them some discounts for giving you a contract for a year. I love doing that. I, uh, that's one of the things that when you do get a service contract like that, it does help quite a bit. So that's not a bad idea. 
And if you know the the supply chain, if it was, or people that you are currently doing business with, and they may be in trouble, you're going to be in a position where they know you like you trust you already. And if they are thinking about cutting safety and health, or you know that they're not in the sufficient place for safety and health, then you could reach out to them as well, peer to peer, person to person, uh, however you're doing this. That's my first thought on this one. Of course, it takes courage, takes some being bold at this time. But if you're going to be released anyway, you know, hey, apply for the unemployment because now you could do it as a, a single or sole proprietor. I don't know. That's up to uh, to you and your your tax person. I can't give you that kind of advice. But if it's possible, you might be able to do that in the interim. I'm not saying to volunteer yourself as tribute and say, fire me. Hey, I'm waving my hand. Look at me. Fire me. But if you kind of get that feeling, you might want to propose that first and uh, and put the ball in your own court. Let's say it that way. The other thing that I was thinking, and I don't know if it's possible or not. It really depends on your situation. It depends on... Uh, what's going on, your business, everything else. But OSHA isn't going to stop doing what they do. They still have a job to do. So therefore, there is still compliance that is being needed. And if there's still compliance, that means there's still people that need compliance services. So therefore, this might be even better time to start looking at your um, your OSHA uh Basically, you would have to go to the OSHA website, and what you want to do is you want to do either a search by uh, NAICS code, North American Industrial Classification Code, and just pinpoint it to your region so you can really start seeing who needs help, who's just been in uh, had an enforcement measure against them. And truly, OSHA is still enforcing. They're even enforcing complaints. They're getting complaints like crazy from people who are saying, hey, my boss isn't doing what they're supposed to with social distancing. So that means they're going to come out and they're going to enforce that because COVID-19 is a known hazard. There is no rules on there about COVID-19 standard. So therefore, this could be a 5A1 violation. And if that's the case, OSHA will cite them as a serious 5A1 violation. And they are going to need someone to represent them. That could be you. Does that mean you have to start a business for this? I don't know. You'll have to figure that out. But it might mean that you could uh, get some work on the side if you have that kind of experience. So that's another way of doing this just to see if there's just a way for you to to break through. So I don't think in my mind that you should just think, all right, I really want to be a safety consultant, but now may not be the time. In some circumstances, absolutely right. You have to make that decision for yourself. In other circumstances, you might be able to do both. Have your cake and eat it too mean working for a business and then taking on clients a little bit at a time or if you feel or you have the notice that they're gonna cut you then all right here's your chance absolutely go for whatever 
you know, if it's unemployment, if it's whatever thing you uh, can qualify for, go ahead and do it. Cash is king at this point. Get your money. Get your paper right. That's the first thing, right? You got to get your paper right. And then after that, then you're truly thinking, okay, now maybe there's a way that I could spin this around just so I can still do my consulting and I may have a little bit more freedom at this point and you'll be working at home you'll have your social distancing there uh, you can have your shelter in place all those other things that are going to be uh, words phrases uh, ideas actions that we're going to be doing from now on until there's a cure for this thing and then the other side is also it could give you some some freedom and some leeway so that's the first thought the other thing is if you aren't going to start your business and may not be a you may not have to have an actual entity yet but you could probably start some things such as online training so just say hey i'm going to start doing online training uh, I use teachable like I told you guys sheldonprimes.com backslash teachable uh, you could go ahead and sign up for that you can now provide safety and health training for your organization or other people the organization will probably be free you could use them to get the content and then put it on the teachable platform and sell that so you're not selling to your boss making double money but you're getting the content from whatever you put together you put that in a, a self-paced course and truly when you guys get on teachable it is so easy to do so you do that start selling that and you may not have to have your business for that but it is an option so that's another way that I'm, I'm kind of seeing that. And as you're getting more and more into that instructional design, that can also bring back money to you. So that's great. I'm telling you, right now in my life, instructional design has is, is been a godsend. So I'm, I'm really happy I would share it with you guys. I can't remember what episode. You're going to have to go through my archives. But I do have an episode out there that is specifically about instructional design and tips for that. So it's a, it's a very good thing to get into. So that might be a way that you could actually branch into a product, into a service as well. So again, I'm not saying, hey, fire me, look at this, <laughs> fire me and I'm going to go start my business. But I'm saying if something happens, this might still be the opportunity that you need to get started. And getting started is truly this. And this is basically the first chapter of my book. And it's uh, if you want the book, go to SheldonPrimus.com backslash ebooks. I believe that's it. Yeah, SheldonPrimus.com backslash ebooks. And you can download this book for free. And once you do, you know, just kind of look through it. It's going to give you like a nice little way to start the business. If you want to do the course, then that's different. Then you just go to the the course page on my teachable primus.teachable.com I used to have a vanity name but I don't have that anymore <laughs> but anyway if you want to do the course you know by all means it will still help you uh, however if you want to just do it the freeway 
go ahead and get the book, download the book, start looking at how the tips that I put in there to actually get yourself the ball rolling. So once you actually do that, now you could say you have a business and if there's a second or a third or a fourth uh, wave of uh, pretty much business loans or even, uh, I can't tell you to take a loan, I'm not saying that, but if you qualify at that point for having a business, then that's even better for you, right? Gives you more options. That's really what I'm saying. I'm saying this opportunity here, which is terrible that has happened. However, it's coming, this COVID-19 is coming through the U.S. in a wave, but it's been through other countries because it's a global pandemic. And I know some of the countries before have dealt with localized pandemics, but something like this we haven't seen in several, several, several years. And in this case, then I really feel that, you know, if there is something that has turned up as lemons, let's try to make it lemonade as best as we can. And that's a sorry old saying. I know that. <laughs> One of those sayings that you're like, come on, man, I don't want to hear about no lemonade. But either way, I just feel that uh, truly there is a way to do this uh, and it's strategic. You don't want to take risks that are unnecessary because at this time you want to go for the sure thing, whatever that sure thing looks like. You know, right now, the sure thing may be, especially if you just started your business and now all of a sudden you've got this pandemic to look at and you may have people that aren't going to be able to pay that is a real thing so again compliance might be the way to do this so people who are thinking all right let's move into the safety culture and they're ready to pay for safety culture they may step back and then start saying all right we'll just focus on compliance for now and then after this stuff we'll go into the safety culture so you might be able to offer them compliance services. What does that look like? Safety training, compliance services. Also compliance services are written programs and updating written programs. Uh, audits, so OSHA, mock OSHA audits, mock compliance audits. If you're more than OSHA and you're E as in environmental, we'll do some mock audits there or even some paperwork uh, you can look up for me. I know about process safety management and I also know about the risk management plan, which are, you know, co-jurisdictions between EPA and OSHA. Uh, that's for people who have highly hazardous chemicals on their facility that is on what's known as the list of lists in a certain quantity. They have to have a, a, a risk management plan for EPA and then they'll also need to have, if they're a third a program three uh, site, then they're also going to have, or program two and three, they're also going to have an OSHA uh, risk management plan. But risk management plan is not the OSHA wording. They call it process safety management. So in those cases, if you have that kind of experience, every three years they need to have an audit and then every five years the program needs to be updated so that means you have experience in doing that that is valuable so go ahead and see if there's any places to to um do that and to actually say hey your plan is coming up 
I can help you with this. Yeah, so that's another one. I forgot the website. There used to be a website that, that housed the risk management plans of all of the people in the program. And they even told you when their audits were due and everything. And I, I don't know if they still have that, but it was like RMP system.org or something like that. But you're going to look up RMP for risk management plan. So that's another one of those thoughts. So critically thinking, again, do not say, I quit, I'm out of here, I'm going to start my business. Uh, that's not the way to do this. But if you're getting that notice, if you're getting that little knock on the door, all right, now your back's against the wall, you got to do something, right? And uh, so who knows? This might truly be one of those things that can help you launch your business. So don't be scared of these times ahead. Look for opportunities when they come. Take the opportunities when they come. That is the key to this, right? That is the key. And hopefully you're staying safe, your family's staying safe as best as you can. There's always some work in compliance. And OSHA's still out there. You can look at the website on OSHA.gov. You can see all the things that they're still doing, all the compliance that they're still having, citing people for thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars. So that means you are still valuable. If you do DOT, same thing. I talk about EPA and OSHA, but DOT, same thing. Any of the regulators, then therefore, if they're still doing their job, there's still room for you right so i'm gonna come back with the tip of the week and then uh then that's it for the week right so uh stick around after a word from our sponsors we're gonna go do the tip of the week do you want to be a safety consultant? Listen to Dr. Jay Allen of Safety FM give his experience after taking the Safety Consultant Blueprint course. I have actually done research on different consultants and looked at different consulting courses and so on. There is a pretty fancy, very expensive consulting course that is out there. I have actually purchased the consulting course, was interested in it. It has good information, don't get me wrong. But you have a consulting course that really drives people on to focusing on safety and how to become a safety consultant. I will tell you on your particular course, there was better information in that particular regards than the other consulting course that was more of a generalist form. But I figured I felt like I got more information out of yours on you giving people direct path on what to do step by step. But I really think that you have a genuine good product there that can really assist people if they're interested in becoming a safety consultant. Register for the Safety Consultant Blueprint at www.safetyconsultantblueprint.com. Enter code podcast for a special discount. Welcome back to the Safety Consultant Podcast. I'd like to thank you for being listeners. I'd like to thank you for all your input and also for those of you that have joined my Patreon page, which is brand new. Uh, I have that on my... I wish I remember the... It should be uh, patreon.com backslash safety consultant US. So thank you for those. 
Uh, and if you're on the safety consultant uh, group, membership group, that is safetyconsultant.us. Thank you there. All you people that have bought the course, very thank you for the very thank you. What am I doing? I said thank you very much for that. That's been really awesome. And I, I want to make sure that I, I value our time and your time. And I value your commitment to me. And I'll do my best to make sure that we make it. Yeah, I make everything that is going to add value. That's what I'm thinking of, adding value. All right, so here's the tip of the week. So the tip of the week this week is to do some research. The research that I'm going to have you do is going to be on the OSHA website. So the tip for this one is the establishment search. Go to OSHA.gov. You want to go to the data and statistics side and you can uh, just type in data statistics or even better go on the OSHA.gov website in the search box at the top right type in establishment search so first and foremost start looking up some establishments that you may know of that these companies may need some help especially if you heard from a friend of a friend of a friend that this local company is struggling or you may have you know found it some other way look them up by name so you want to do an establishment search look them up by name look through their history and see what areas OSHA has pinpointed them if there is a recent issue then that is your in you want to go in and you really want to talk to them and see if there's a way that you could help them through an OSHA issue Second thing, so this is a, a double tip of the week. I want you to go into the enforcement side, but this one is going to be by your actual state. So therefore, you're going to go to uh, the OSHA.gov. And the best thing to do for this one would probably be uh, just going into the OSHA website and you want to get on if you haven't yet, the Quick Takes. Quick Takes is OSHA's bi-weekly newsletter. Or I should say bi-monthly. It's every other week. And I don't even know if it's been every other week lately, tell you the truth. But it's supposed to be every other week. Uh, and they have a section of enforcement and they break it down by states. So I would go ahead and look through that and truly use that as a marketing tool reach out to some of those people that may have just had an issue with OSHA that's made it there and then reach out to them and say hey I can help you with this if you have that type of experience another thing to do is listen to your local news you know if there's a big issue that made the local news it's okay to give that person a call especially if you're on LinkedIn I would reach out to LinkedIn to LinkedIn buddy uh, connection I think they call in the LinkedIn right Whoever is the safety and health person, if they don't have that, you're going to look for a VP. If they don't have that, you're going to look for a president. If they don't have that, you're going to look for an HR director. And uh, truly, that might be the people that will be the most interested in getting some help. And then you're going to offer that help. Do a great job. Get repeat business. 
So uh, that's the way to get your in. I've done a couple of episodes about this earlier on. I really wish I remember the episodes. I gotta like keep uh, episodes around so I could give you guys some episode hints. So that's a, a little thing. So that means you're gonna end up having to go through my whole profile, all of my actual um, uh, podcasts, and find the one that's gonna help you. All right, and you can do that at safetyconsultantpodcast.com. That's where you can find all the podcasts and my host podcast.co. All right, so thank you for listening. Have a great week. Go get them. This episode has been powered by Safety FM.